As a human being, sometimes I find myself being in a position where I don't want to feel what I am feeling or I don't like what I am feeling. For many years, I experienced almost a sort of an emotional paralysis, I would refer to this as, where I would become so overwhelmed by whatever it was I was feeling that I just I had no way to really have any context or understanding about what was actually going on. I just knew that I didn't like the way I felt and didn't want to feel the way that I felt. And it was only when I started practicing mindfulness over 30 years ago, I, and it, it was a complete surprise to me that I began, over, as, the, as I continued to engage in this practice, uh, this wasn't something I learned in a book or learned from a teacher. It was really through my own experience that one of the benefits of this practice is that it allows me, by paying attention to my mind, by paying attention to my brain, I realize there's what's referred to as the body-mind or that the, the mind is really not separate from the body. And I know there's a lot of, of scientific research in, in regards to all that, the body-mind connection. But I, if I did not like, there were times when I just simply did not like what was going on. In other words, I, I, I felt somehow, you know, from a physical standpoint, there would be discomfort and there would be a lack of ease and there would be a lot of physical contraction. Sometimes there would be, it would feel painful in a way. But there was also, along with it, were the thoughts that were going on. And it wasn't until I could engage in this practice which allowed me to begin to actually see. And when I say see, I'm not talking about through my eyes, but I'm speaking more along the lines of being able to have, uh, to connect with and to witness that it was not just what I was feeling in my body, but what was going on in my mind in response to whatever it is that didn't feel good. If I felt overcome by fear, then my body contracted in a certain way. And I don't really understand enough about the physiological component of this other than to report my own experience. I don't even know if I can adequately describe uh, you know, uh, accurately what was going on, but essentially it was a matter of not liking what was going on with me physically and feeling pain, fe you know, there was suffering that went along with it. And the suffering actually was mostly fueled by the way that I was thinking about how I felt. It was the emotional reactivity to feeling fear, feeling shame, uh, feeling guilt, uh, feeling in, you know, inadequate, uh, you know, not having a, uh, you know, having a complete lack of self-esteem and, and not being accepting of who I was and how I was, that was what was so overwhelming. And the thoughts were what made, you know, what basically created an environment, an inner environment for me where there were times where I just simply could not cope. It was just simply too much. And when I began to have the, uh, the benefit or the gift of this practice, where I could begin to, uh, to recognize 
all of the thoughts that were happening. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to analyze them. I wasn't trying to understand them. It was just a very, and it was, and it is a very simple practice. All I am practicing essentially is awareness of what it exactly is that I, you know, what thoughts are happening. I don't even want to say what thoughts I am thinking because I don't know that I even choose my own thoughts. I want to take responsibility for the thoughts and any actions that are generated from those, but because of the uh, all of the discoveries uh, that are taking place in neuroscience, there is so much about our, you know, so much that they are learning about how our thoughts, because we are connected to something much greater from a uh, uh, from a quantum physics standpoint that there is no way to know really whether we even choose our own thoughts. And I don't want to get really uh, overly circular with this, and I don't want to really get into uh, scientific analysis. It's just that by, by my own recognition that a lot of times I have no idea why I'm thinking certain thoughts. There are times where I do, it's more apparent to me uh, if I'm experiencing physical discomfort or, or a physical disease, disease, so to speak, a lack of ease, uh, that there's something, you know, there's a contraction of sorts in my body. There are, and then it's resulting in certain thoughts and, re, and, and re- responses that are, that are being generated in my mind or in my brain. I just really want to be able to, I don't want to make these things go away. I tried that for a long time. I, but when I find myself in a place where I don't like how I feel, I don't want to feel this. I don't. And what I remember is when I find myself in that position, and that has happened here uh, several times recently, where I found, found myself either you know not wanting to feel something, not liking the way that it felt, but I was aware that I was feeling it. And as simple as it sounds, it is incredibly powerful to at least be able to have an awareness that this is going on. Sometimes I can, I've found as a human being that sometimes I can get so caught up in the reactivity to feeling a certain way that I don't want to feel or being becoming aware of something that I don't want to be aware of and sometimes the you know what I refer to as there is relative truth. There is the, the what I refer to as how I think that it is uh, is very different from how it actually is in terms of absolute reality. And just by remembering that in the midst of finding myself in a place where I don't want to feel what I'm feeling, I don't want to be experiencing what I'm experiencing. That if I can just remember that. A lot of this, and I can't really parse it out and determine how much of it is caused from my responses to relative reality, you know, my own take on how things are versus the absolute reality of just how it is existentially to be a human being. And I'm so very grateful to to find, to realize that being able to just return back to a place and it's within me. It's not like I have to go anywhere and it's within all of us. And that's not a belief. That is just something that is essentially I, when I see myself as a human being, I recognize that I'm connected with many, many other beings who have, uh, you know, not the same experiences, but there are certainly similarities. 
Uh, I'm not trying to talk anyone into that or convincing anyone that that's, that's within all of us. But I have talked to so many people and taught so many people that have found this for themselves. They have found through practicing mindfulness and just being aware of these thoughts that and emotional react responses and this overall emotional reactivity to feeling something that we don't want to feel, not liking how we're feeling. And that's why I always remind myself this is just something I'm not advocating that this is best for anyone else. But when I find myself thinking the thought that I don't want to feel what I'm feeling right now, I don't like what I'm feeling, for me to just simply substitute the word thinking for the word feeling. And it's not, and this is something that I that I that I sense is a very important distinction. I am not saying that I am not feeling something, that it's all generated in thought. This is all about the way I'm thinking because I know that's not it. There are times where clearly as a human being, I am experiencing something physiologically or physically, and I may not even know why. And I don't want, and I'm not denying the reality of that. I'm not denying that that is not, I'm not, that that's happening. But I also find that if the one, you know, if I can pay attention to what's going on in my, in my brain or in my mind. And I can also pay attention to what's going on in my body just the same way. It's a matter of, of, of just simply practicing awareness. Uh, now I realize with my body, what's happening is I may be feeling certain sensations. There may be, you know, contraction in certain parts of my body, uh, I can pay attention to that, but what I find really makes it so much more difficult for me to cope is what's going on between my ears, so to speak. It's what I'm telling myself is happening. It's how I'm resisting whatever it is that's happening. It's all of my beliefs that have formed or are forming about what is happening to me, why it's happening, how long I think it's going to happen, you know, speculating about that. Or, or trying to convince myself through, you know, my thoughts are that this is never going to end. What if it's always like this? And so that to me is what ultimately, and then what's happening in the mind actually feeds back into the contraction or tension in my body. And so my own experience has been that uh, paying attention to my mind and being able to recognize that these are just simply thoughts. I don't even have to see them as my thoughts. And I'm not denying that, uh, that, you know, that I'm the person having them. But it's a matter of just taking a different viewpoint or having a different perspective. Being able to take a step back and recognize, yes, these thoughts are happening in my head. I am a physical being. But essentially, it's also about recognizing that even though that I can, that if I choose to, if I choose to engage in this practice, I can continue to cultivate this distance or headspace or the ability to witness these thoughts. And then I can just recognize that if I don't feel good and I, and I don't like and how it feels at a certain time, and I certainly am resisting it and I don't want to feel that way, the and it, and it and it does seem very uh, what's the word I'm trying to use here? It's it seems very counterintuitive. If I'm not liking what I'm feeling, then I probably don't really want to be in my body. And I'm not saying I want my life to end. 
I'm just saying that I want to distract myself from that. I don't really want to ground myself in my own physical being. If I don't, that's my, that's the most common response for me is that I want, you know, as, as a lot of human beings, I'm sure can, can relate to this. I, I can't, I, I don't believe that. Uh, I don't even really want to uh, get caught up in assuming it, but I've certainly had a lot of conversations in regards to this, that it's ultimately about recognizing that I, I can pay attention to the one thing that will make a difference for me, the one thing that will actually allow me to experience, and it's not even about experiencing freedom. I was going to start to say freedom from this, but at the same time, though, if I get really caught up wanting to be free of these struggles, I want to be free from feeling this feeling or thinking these thoughts that I don't want to think or, or what I don't want to feel, that the most counterintuitive thing is for me to actually go deeper into where the discomfort is and to be able to just ride it out, so to speak. And I know that does seem, it does seem, you know, the, the question, it, it begs the question, you know, why, if, if I don't like feeling something, why do I actually want to put myself in a position where I feel it more acutely? If the thoughts going on in my head are, are troublesome and they are just a reactive response to how I'm feeling physically, then why do I really want to actually pay more attention to that? Why do I want to settle into that and just ride it out, so to speak? At least for me, if that's, if that's the question, then my response to that is that after trying, and I can't say that I tried everything, but I certainly did uh, uh, have a lot of different ways of trying to cope. I wasn't really coping at all, but it, that was my attempt to cope was to distract myself from it. It, it basically was a way of, of turning away from it and trying to find peace elsewhere. Or I was just trying to will myself to feel more peaceful. I didn't want to feel this contraction and tension in my body. I didn't want to be thinking these thoughts. I didn't like the way it felt. And so there was a tendency to go somewhere else, whether it was me actually really getting up and leaving where I found myself and going elsewhere. It was also about going elsewhere in my head, getting lost in daydreaming or getting lost in uh, imagining that I was somewhere else or getting involved in something that would, you know, some kind of activity that would distract me from this. Or it might even be something that would just, quote unquote, make me feel better. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. That's all clearly, uh, you know, behavior that uh, can be common to the human experience. I'm certainly not saying that I have transcended that, and I'm certainly not saying that I don't find myself sometimes now just automatically or habitually re responding that way to uh, what it is that makes me uncomfortable. But I, I, what I won't really want to do is to distinguish that between trying to force myself to be here and feel what I'm feeling. That is a little bit of what it felt like at first because I recognized that I was going to get through this and cope much more effectively if I stayed here feeling what I'm feeling, thinking what I'm thinking. And it was more of, you know, choosing to do that because I had developed this long-term habit of running from these things and trying to distract or divert my attention 
from even experiencing what was going on in the present moment here and now uh, in my body, where my feet were planted, where I find my, where I found myself. But over time, what I recognized was that it wasn't about even trying to force myself to be here and feel these things and witness these thoughts that were troubling. At some point, it just became a, it just became a natural response. It became more habitual because I, and, and, and to me, this is just another, uh, it's really just another layer to the practice. This is just basically, I don't even want to call it a, a different level because to me, I don't really see this as, you know, something is higher level than this. That's not really what it's about here or attaining something. Like I want to get to this level where, you know, I, I can actually uh, just automatically be here and feel whatever I don't want to feel. But ultimately, it's almost as if there is, it's this, uh, I had a teacher refer to this as choiceless awareness. At some point there, it, it did happen choicelessly. There was this, I, at some point I recognized that there really wasn't any sort, any benefit in trying to distract myself. It was a dead end from a human consciousness standpoint. Uh, from a from a uh, uh, from a neurological standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, there just wasn't any win in that for me. It did. It really did not solve any problems in the way that I believed that it did. And so, after a while, there was just this natural progression to getting to a place where. And I'm not going to say it always happens because sometimes I still find myself, and I know that I probably always will because I'm human. Uh, there are times when I, I won't just naturally default into this, uh, into being present uh, for however it is that I feel, even if I can't stand it or don't like it or don't want it. Uh, there's going to be times because I'm human that I, I just, for whatever reason, will try to distract myself from it. I will look, there's something that I'm looking for somewhere else. Maybe it's in another person. Maybe it's in some sort of activity. Maybe it's going somewhere, whatever it is. There's so many different forms uh, or different ways that uh, us human beings can uh, distract ourselves or divert our attention and also, it's just the notion, the deeply held belief that I had for much of my adult life is that if I wanted peace, if I wanted satisfaction, if I wanted happiness, if I wanted to get what I wanted, so to speak, that it was somewhere else. It wasn't here. How could it be here? Because I'm feeling this pain. I'm feeling this discomfort. I'm feeling this tension. I'm feeling this contraction in my body mind, so to speak. That, you know, why, why would I choose that? Why would I want that? And yet, after exhausting, you know, what feels like to me, I can't say that it truly is. And I say this with a smile on my face, that at some point I just, it's, it's as if uh, I sort of uh, rode that until the wheels fall off, so to speak. I just, I, I, I just played that out until there just wasn't anything left anymore. And what I'm talking about is searching for, quote unquote, something else, uh, you know, going somewhere else where I might feel better, going somewhere else where I might not, uh, where I might actually like the way I'm feeling and get what it is that I think that I want to get that will make all this better. Uh, 
you know, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm certainly not judging that. I just know for me at some point, it just, uh, it ran its course. I did it like the old saying, I did it until I just didn't do it anymore. And it's not to say that I won't ever do it again. But then again, the benefit of mindfulness practice is that I be, I can become aware if I get wrapped up in trying to go find happiness, trying to find relief from feeling the way that I don't want to feel or, or, or feeling what I don't want to feel. Uh, I can recognize that through practicing mindfulness, what has happened and you know in terms of the big picture is that I have practiced coming back here because the only way I can witness my own thoughts, the only way that I can be aware of what's happening in my head or in my brain, whatever I'm thinking is to be here and to witness it and to see it without judging it, without trying to change it, without trying to optimize it or make it better or exchange it to exchange it for different thoughts. And I'm not saying that other people may not be capable of that. I just know for me, I, I would never was able to figure out how to do that. And so at some point there was this surrender of giving up, of trying to find it elsewhere or trade it in for different thoughts or trade it in for different experiences. Uh, there was just this sense that this is, this is, this is who I am physically. This is, you know, existentially speaking, this is the life experience that I'm having. Not to say that I can't make more effective choices uh, or uh, uh, open my heart further uh, or be open to transforming. I just don't want to get caught so caught up in being the person optimizing myself or transforming myself or transcending what it is that uh, makes me feel uncomfortable or I don't, or what I don't like about it or what's unsatisfactory about it. And the longer that this practice has gone on, the longer that this journey has continued, it has led me right back here. And that doesn't seem like it makes sense, right? Uh, you know, to come back here where I have the possibility of, of feeling things I don't want to feel and thinking things that I don't want to think. But I, for me... It has been the place where I have found the most joy, where I have found the most meaning. If there is meaning in this life, I've experienced something closer to that by actually being here in my own body, standing here right now with my feet on the ground and just being here and recognizing that there's really no place else I can really go that's going to make this any better. I recognize there are genuine situations that are emergencies that yes, we clearly need to, to be somewhere else physically. Uh, or if we're finding ourselves uh, experiencing abuse, uh, you know, and, and things along those lines. Yes, there are times when clearly we, when it makes sense that there is, there is a need to, you know, to uproot one's life or, or make drastic changes. But this is more along the lines of just waking up in the morning and sometimes what it feels like to be a human being and just feeling things I don't want to feel. And maybe it is, maybe it is karmic. Maybe it has to do with choices that I've made in the past. But I know that trying to run away somewhere else to start over, so to speak, and that, that's literal or figurative. It could just be that I just, I literally want to uh, escape from this temporarily that at some point I'm going to be back here again, whether I want to or not. And when I say here, I mean, you know, in this body, wherever it happens to be, 
feeling whatever it's feeling, thinking whatever it's thinking, that uh, I just, I at some point, there was a making peace with this, that there was a recognition that this is, there is actually a benefit, there is healing that takes place in being here, no matter how it feels. I'm not trying to talk anyone into that. I'm simply sharing my own experiences that uh, while it may seem counterintuitive, it may seem the complete opposite of what one would think would allow one to feel better. What I have found is that if I just stay here long enough, if I just ride it out, if I just cope mindfully, no matter how it feels, and clearly I want to take care of myself physically, I, I clearly want to make effective choices and try to, uh, to be as healthy as I can possibly be. But at the same time, I realize through being a human being, sometimes it's just going to be this way. Sometimes I'm not going to want to feel what I'm feeling or think what I'm thinking. But this practice has allowed me to be able to cope with it in a more effective way where I don't retreat from life. I don't retreat from people. And sometimes I really want to. Sometimes I really don't want to discharge my responsibilities. I just want to put my, you know, sort of, you know, bury my head under the covers and just hide, so to speak. And I'm saying that figuratively as well as literally. Sometimes I don't want to walk out that door and, and deal with the world that makes me feel a certain way or makes me think certain thoughts or deal with the people in my life that cause me to feel this way. And I, when I say cause me to feel this way, they don't cause me to feel this way. Uh, it is my responses, my habitual responses that cause me to feel this way. And I can either perpetuate those through giving them time and energy and believing that those thoughts are true, or I can simply allow myself to, uh, to be more centered and more grounded in what is actually happening in the here and now, whether I want to feel it or not.